New studio, same song. Bam. <laughs> Gonna have to train our house band. <laughs> we can't fit the band in here. Yeah. The place is we got them all jammed in that corner over there. Well, that's the only problem I have. Anyway, wait, 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 wait. welcome everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What do you guys think of the new studio? Come on, it's pretty bitchin', right? Now, if you were actually physically here, you would go, this is a joke. But on, I think on camera, it works. They would not say it's a joke. No, it likes, we would smack them upside the yeah. head if they called it that a joke, right? Fly. That you would get, not you fly. You get a neck poke, you try something like that, that would, in our new studio. That would not, <laughs> that would not fly. Anyway... Thanks for being patient with us, everybody. Uh, we took us a bit to get the studio up. This is my son's old room. <laughs> so I think we've done a good job. We you put some brick. We've all the, our secrets. <laughs> we, we put some We, we, we put built some brick a up. new we, Little Red Dog nothing. World headquarters. We're nothing. Yeah, we're in New York now. <laughs> yeah. We're in Manhattan at a high rise. I would open up and show you the, uh, the view, but I can't do that. Anyway, welcome everyone. Thank you for being so patient with us. I know we've been off the grid for at least, I think, five weeks, maybe yeah. even six, maybe. Anyway, lots of lots going on, lots to tell you. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Obviously, it's not just about the new podcast. Uh, all we're really changing is the looks. <laughs> we're going to have some special guests later today. Gary's going to tell you about that in a minute. But anyway, let's welcome our favorite dog trainer, Miss Gary Newcomb. Did you call me Miss? I didn't mean to if I did. <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gary Newcomb. Gary, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? No, I'm good. I'm really good. I was a little stressed. Poor Sam. Sam, yeah. say hello. <laughs> yeah. Poor Sam's been here since a nine. He's been here since 9 o'clock getting all the lights put up. 9 o'clock last night. Yes. He was sweating. He was like doing a great job as always. But anyway, so are you happy with the new studio? Yeah, absolutely. The I think it looks pretty nice. good. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You did a good job on the brickwork. Well, thank you. Yeah, a little, just took a little masonry class. Yeah, your masonry <laughs> skills are top notch. I couldn't quite get the seams right, but other than that, it works pretty well. Works pretty well. It looks good. Well, right before uh, we we, we kind of let everyone know we're going to be off the air for a bit. So we uh, kind of asked uh, our typical crowd, hey, what kind of dog behavior questions would you like to answer? We got kind of the typical stuff. Uh, I think, and we can kind of dive into some of this. You know, we got the typical, hey, what do I do when a uh, friend comes over and my dog loses his shit? Or what do I do because my dog keeps getting, uh, you know, barky and aggressive when someone knocks at the door? We can kind of dive into that. Misbehaving on walks. And yeah. I mean, the whole same old stuff. But I think, and you, you kind of brought it up, you know, before we started recording today, Um a lot of it is just a lack of, of pre-planning, right? Yes. So I kind of want to talk about, the, you know, one of uh, the trainers that I worked with and was helped me with dogs, um, he made it super clear, always have a plan, you know. And yeah. I, for, when I first heard it, it's like, I, you know, I, I go, yeah, it makes sense, but I didn't really think about it. Yeah. So I really want you to let our listeners you know, and kind of educate them about what what we're talking about, how important it is, even the most mundane task. Yeah. Right? No. Uh, the key is that you want to set goals for your dog. You want to set, you know, on one hand, you want to set boundaries, but on the other hand, you want to set goals. So in doing this, you want to be able to say, you know, I'm going to do this. We're going to walk here. You're going to do it right. And right. that's my boundary. And you're going to follow it or I'm going to have to back it up. Right. So... You know, from the thinking aspect, it's always best if you have your plan going in ahead of time and you can focus 100% of your attention on the dog. Right. You know, I don't have to think about, am I going to be able to get the dog 
here, there, there. I already know. I'm going to do this, and the dog's going to come with me. Right. So, you know, in any... Really, in anything you do, you should probably pre-practice, you know, run a dry, a dry run through your brain to see, you know, how's this going to go. Right. But, you know, when you're working with a dog, especially in a training sense, you definitely want to have that in place. And that way, that gives you the structure as to what you hope to achieve by the end of it. Right. Yeah. And, and keep it simple at first. Uh, you know, something as uh, mundane as just, you know, walking 50 yards and, yeah. and then have a spot. Yeah, and so when when I go to a session, I tell the family, I just want you to walk to that blue Toyota and back. Yep, and I want you to picture that. I want you to take a deep breath and relax, and that's all I want you that's to do. That's the full journey. That's the full journey. But you got you, you you know your mission, and that's your intent, and do it. Do it in a way that you're confident you're going to get to that car and yeah. come back. And I'm always amazed about how hesitant even that little task can be with the owner. Yeah. And they're they're like they're they're walking on glass almost, yep. right? So, do you think that that does that stem from the person just being nervous that we're watching them, or do you think it's a lack of confidence? What like you know, you've noticed that? So yeah, what do you think? no, absolutely. I think it's a combination of things. One, absolutely, they're, they're thinking that they're being judged, right? And to some degree, they are. We are judging, them. yes, but in a good way. Yes, we're going to help you. We're right. not going to judge you and tell you you're worthless or anything crazy. We're going to tell no. you this is where you had your issue. Tighten this up. Right. And I tell people all the time, I don't train dogs. I train people right. to train dogs. And that's the crest of this. Yes. Right. So basically, they need to get into a mindset that they're there to do this. And, you know, when they approach that, you know, stick their chest out, their shoulders back. Yeah, be and, confident. Yes, come at it in a way that they're confident that they're going to be able to achieve this. If they're not, they're probably not going to be able to achieve it. <laughs> right. So. And, and, and I always tell people, the reason why we're starting with this simple task is because you practice without any... Uh, thing in your in your way mm -hmm. we're not having the dog uh uh we don't have anything for the dog to pay attention yeah, to yeah we're not running a gauntlet of other dogs no. or keep it simple pra just practice this and then and then we can start bringing in the real world yeah. like but uh what about bob baby steps exactly so exactly. absolutely no i had a dog yesterday who i did a lesson with and it would not walk without another dog and you know mm. we we deal with a lot of dogs who don't like to walk this right. dog would not walk. Right. Literally got bloody pads. Wow. Avoiding walking. Wow. But so we broke it down. You know, we can't walk to the end of your driveway and back. We're going to walk to this bush and back. And, right. You know, we did it and did it and did it. And eventually, when the dog believed wholeheartedly we were going to do it, the dog understood this is the, you know, we broke it down to a baby step that the dog, it's, it's easier for the dog to pallet. And the dog did it. Right. And eventually, regretfully, the dog would walk. It's not like it, you know. <laughs> but by happy the, about it. <laughs> yeah, but by the end, it was stepping. Its right. mouth was open. It knew what the routine was. And that's because we broke it down to a little step that we knew we were going to achieve. Yeah, I don't think people understand, too. Um, dogs are, you know, they're pretty intelligent. I mean, yes, they're basic creatures, but they're pretty intelligent. And once they learn that, hey, if I act this way, I can get out of this task. Yeah. No, I always yeah. liken that in yeah. almost every lesson. You know, if your kid learns that I can throw myself down in the grocery store and you're going to buy me candy to stop my tantrum, right. it's a go-to trick. Right. Dogs are the same way. If I learn that I anchor, if I learn that I pull on you so much you're going to give up, you know, their will is going up. If your will isn't going up greater to deflect their will, their will's going to keep going. No, that's right. That's a good way to put it, actually. Um, and, I, and I really don't think we can emphasize this enough because... Uh, you know, step step one literally is 
no matter what your task is that day with your dog, step one is have a plan mm-hmm. and execute that plan with, the, with confidence and calm behavior. And when things start to go south, you have to correct it, but you cannot let your dog out of it. And yep. it's, it sounds um, simple. No, and like you said earlier, you know, make it something small. Yes. Don't be like, uh, I want my dog to do this at the end of the day. <laughs> right. I'm right. going to have my dogs dialed in on spot drill in one session. Yeah, and I think, and the other problem too that I have, and you kind of touched on it, the other problem that I sometimes have with families is they do set the bar way too high. Yeah. The people that, you know, they're, they, they're very aggressive about being successful, and I, you just can't push. Some dogs, yes, you can. Yeah. You know, but, but most you can't. Yeah. Um, and set the bar super low so that it's successful. So the next day you can bounce off of that success yes. and move forward. Keep growing off of that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's easy when you see the end goal of what you want to achieve to try to you know hopscotch and take you know steps to get there quicker. Right. The key with dogs is everything is a transition. A correction is a transition. You don't start at ten. You right. ramp it up. You right. want your dog to? Do, I wanted my dog to ride a skateboard. I didn't stick a skateboard <laughs> out there and teach him to do it. Right. I started by locking the wheels and just get your front feet on it. And well, speaking of that, we're gonna have a dog on. Well, you're gonna interview our next guest because it's our show, first show back. Everyone, we wanted to make sure that we did something special. We got star power. We got some star power. We got a special dog and the dog's owner here today. They're gonna be here on set. Gary's gonna interview them. I'm not gonna tell you why. Gary's going to be interviewing but it's a cool surprise so just really quickly why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about this dog and uh because he's already accomplished a lot of fun things yeah, right this dog is definitely known yeah and what and uh refresh my memory what's the dog's name the dog is prince let me see i don't want to mess it up prince dude man it's prince dude man prince dude man but and i think when you get on first he's with him you can just call him dude man just to, to, <laughs> <laughs> okay, very cool. And, and Mr. Dude Man is here with his owner, and they're gonna they're gonna tell you about their accomplishments. This is a very accomplished little yeah, pup. This dog has done a lot. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious too if. Uh, and it's probably not the kind of dog you think it's gonna. No, be. no, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's so cute. It's so cool. And I'm not gonna. I don't want to say anything else because I'll ruin yeah, the, I'll ruin the surprise. But anyway, that's what you have to look forward to. So please don't tune away. One thing uh, I kind of want to go back to. Uh, before we go to break, is is uh, the number one um, question that we received that everyone wanted to answer, and we've asked, we've actually answered this before, and the, and the question is, hey, my dog barks every time you know someone enters the house and is too aggressive and jumps on people, blah blah blah. The reason why I didn't want to start with that question is I really wanted to to back up and talk about your my how your mindset should be. Uh, and, and we talked about that, right? So uh, your mindset is, hey, I want to accomplish this mission and we're going to execute that. Now that you know how you should act and how your energy should be in, in any task. So really quickly, Gary, for the, for the 2,000th time in, in, uh, in this show, I want you to break down the drill that every owner should work on when they get a new dog and how it helps with the question of, my dog's being too aggressive when, when people are over, jumping, barking, blah, blah, blah. So I want you to, to give it give it your patented spot drill. The spot drill. There you go. So the key is that you want to train your dog to go to a spot on command and wait there to be released. Right. So how we teach it is that we're going to break it down to the step, the micro step. Like I said, everything comes in small steps. So the first step is going to be I'm going to put the spot, you know, be it dog bed, towel, something, make it something portable that you can take with you, right. but marks a sp- specific location. Right. You know, I'm going to put that between me and the dog. I'm going to hold out a treat and say spot. 
Dog's gonna step onto the spot to get this treat. Boom, we've got step one. Right. So now I'm going to bait the dog off of the spot. I'm gonna do it again. Spot, dogs, eventually in the first like, probably three to six tries, depending on the dog, they're gonna get it. Right. So then you're going to step it up on them. Now you have to step on the spot with all fours to get it. Right. So I've got that one solid now. We've worked on it, you know, now we're in day two or something. So right. we're on day two, we're going to work on you. I say spot, you walk onto the spot, you sit down, treat goes in your mouth. Right. So, <laughs> so then right. we're going to go to step the next step, and right. that's where we're, so you see where this is building on each step. Right. You know, you're you got to break it down. Do things for a reward. Right. So the next step is that we're going to start working on stay. Right. So I'm going to tell the dog spot. Dog runs onto the spot, sits down. I'm going to tell it stay. I'm going to take two steps back, two steps forward, and give it a treat, making eye contact the whole time. So you're increasing the distance. So yeah, I'm right. going to start at two steps, and dog's solid right. on two steps, four right. steps, six steps. As soon right. as the dog jumps up, when I get to 10 steps or wherever, start I'm, all going over. To, yeah, I'm going to start over. I'm going to tell the dog spot, nice. you know, stay. Okay. I'm going to go back and do it again. Right. Dog's solid on that now. I can walk as far back to the far end of the house while making <laughs> eye contact. Right. Now I'm going to turn my back on him and walk away from him. Right. So eventually what you're doing is you're teaching the dog that, you know, no under no matter what situation, that the dog is gonna stay on the spot. So, you know, in this case, you know, when what's his name? Frank? When Frank comes <laughs> over and uh, gets the dog all riled up, you right. say spot and right. the dog has then decided, you know, I have my emotions that I want to do. Right. I know how the spot drill works and if I don't do that, then he's going to get on me. Right. So the dog's going to go to the spot to get right. the reward. Right. So you've created that association that under distraction and, you know, it helps with so much stuff. You've right. taught your dog how to sit. You know, you can teach your dog how to lay down on the spot. You can teach your dog how to stay. You can then break it off into recall. You know, now I'm going to walk my 10 steps away, I'm going to say, you Place. know, the dog's name or come or something. Right. Dog's going to come running to me. I'm going right. to give it a reward. Right. So it really works on all the basic levels of obedience. Plus that one golden rule is when something happens, you have spot in place yeah so um the last thing i want to add to that because gary covered it perfectly one thing that gary and i know and have experienced when you do ha when you do work with your dog and you're working on these drills five minutes a day yeah really short really short it's about all the dogs between do, just like guys the walk right and the meal yeah i was gonna say do it after the walk because the dog's tired right all right. Well, when we come back, we're gonna have some furry, some fur on here, right? And is that, is that the dog's music? <laughs> the dog's got theme music. All right. Anyway, when we come back, uh, we're gonna have a special interview. So please, please, please stay tuned in. This is the Little Red Dog. I'm Steve McLean. This is for the love of dog. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Steve with The Little Red Dog. Thanks so much for listening for The Love of Dog Podcast. Please subscribe. If you're listening, please rate us and let us know if we're doing horribly or awesome. We need that feedback. Also, when you do subscribe to YouTube, you'll get an alert for our virtual adoption events. We need your input. We need you to watch and support our cause. Thank you so much. We're on a mission from dog. Take care, everybody. Welcome back for the love of dog. We are here with uh, my man Thor and his headdress and partner in crime, <laughs> Prince Dude Man. So can I call you Dude Man? Can we go informal? And Absolutely. Just... All right, cool. Dude or Dude Man. Okay, we'll leave it Dude Man. We'll leave it somewhat formal. Good boy. So, first of all, I want to appreciate the haircut. 
Right, right. So, uh, I, I didn't know we would be doing camera today, or else I would have yeah, had him. Didn't have the full ready. Mohawk spike, but even the mane, even but, the mane oh, is indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's definitely dominant. That's right. So that's yeah, right. that's they, cool. They call it a mantle in the fashion world, like a like a Viking king wears a big bear rug on <laughs> yeah. his shoulders. That's called a mantle. Like like the guy who stormed the Capitol. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. The, the, the big bear rug. Yeah. So he looks like your typical gym rat, where he has the big upper body and tiny little legs. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. when I got him, somebody was giving him away, and uh, I, I didn't want another little dog. I'm a six foot three, you know, two hundred. And a couple change. Yeah, there's some uh, scaling issues. Yeah, there. <laughs> so I, but you know what, I I just couldn't help myself, so I, I went ahead and said, yeah, I'll, I'll take him, and I'm just gonna make his haircut bring him bigger as life. And, yeah, uh, we've achieved that. Yes, movie star status. That's right. Cool. Well, how long ago was that? That was 12 and a half years ago. Now. Wow. So, so you I, guys have been hanging out for a minute. That's right. I got him at six months old. He'll be 13 in June. June 6th, he turns 13. And, uh, and another reason I, I grew the hair out uh, is because he recently went blind. So uh, letting the hair grow out, it's kind of like his antenna. Yeah. So he can, he can sense a little bit better with hair. Yeah. And uh, so that's another reason. But for shows, when we do shows, like we're shooting in March, so he'll get he'll get a haircut again. We'll see if that throws him or not. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, do you taper onto that when you do that? Do you, like, go, like, a medium-length haircut and then down to regular length? Oh, or? no. No, oh, no. We go, go right to we shearing. Go, we go straight to the mohawk. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So you can't tell, but he's got kind of a frohawk right now. Yeah. But, yeah, like, either side of his mohawk, boom, right down to the skin. Wow. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, and then the legs, these get shaved right down to the skin. The paws take forever to get in between oh, yeah. all the nails and yeah. everything. I had a shih tzu and it was the same thing. Scissor cutting in between all the pads and yeah. Mm -hmm. So he gets dialed in. Wow, I thought my routine was hard to go through. <laughs> Just shearing the sides. It's about two and a half hours now that I've been doing it for eight years, you know. Or uh, actually longer than that now, I guess. Ten and a half years. Wow! So I started doing it when he was about one and a half. I, I went. Did you ever cut a dog, dog's hair before that? No, <laughs> no. He was my first project, yeah. and I'm like, all right. Let's, yeah, it's let's a lot easier. I started with my kid, and he was very unhappy when I made a mistake. Dog is not going to care at all. No, no, no. Yeah. He just, uh, but he's he's the representation of my artwork. So yeah. Uh, but no, this went through a few stages though. Like it started shorter, and then people were like, oh, he has a tutu, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Oh. No, he does not. No. So, so uh, we we let it grow out longer to be a more like rock style. Yeah. So I think we achieved And how long that. has that been growing? This has been growing now. Uh, you know, I'll cut it every couple of years. I'll trim it up just to, like an I'm inch just or saying, two. I, I do the same thing. I have to shear it off every couple of years to let it regrow back and it's thick and nice and everything. But I, I've never rash. sheared it completely off. Yeah. I just trim it. Trim yeah, it because down. I, again, we never know when we're going to get called to do a show. So yeah. if we get called to do a show, then he's got to be ready to go. And it would probably take a year and a half or more to grow that out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, Prince Dude Man is a studio dog. He's uh, he was on an Emmy nominated TV yeah. show called Mutton, Mutton Stuff. Stuff. That's yeah. right. And uh, you know, and Mr. Then, Shades. Mr. Right? Shades. Yeah. That's right, Mr. Shades. And uh, and then there was an interesting changing of the guards where he went from Mr. Shades and now he plays Junior Shades. 
Oh, so, wow. Yeah. You don't ever get to play your younger actor. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But, you know, since he's uh, behind the shades and... I hear uh, they're already getting a new Gary in here, and I'm going to play the old Gary any day now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I got my barber outside. They're going to shave my hair. I'm going to be the younger Gary. Oh, okay. Yeah, there. Yeah. So <laughs> there you some, go. Put some glasses on yeah. and be ready it, to go. It won't be hard. These are not big shoes to fill. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you're also on the gong show. Uh, yeah. Say that again. You were on the Gong Show. Oh, the Gong Show. Yeah, yeah. The Gong Show. We we tied for first place. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, loved the Gong Show back in the day. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. It was it was quite a challenge though because they were literally still building our props hours before we oh, shot. Oh, so you didn't get a lot of practice no, on them before. Zero. Oh. Zero. And I asked them three weeks ahead of time to have that stuff ready. Yeah. So it was, and, and you know, and then Going I Going on TV and doing something like that, cold turkey, through a dog, I yes. mean, that's... I'm fine, but when he jumps on something and it moves, he doesn't want to jump on it yeah. anymore. So I, I was trying to tell them, I'm like, hey. There are standards that they really have to happen behind the scenes for the dogs. They're not just cool with everything. It's exactly right. Like, yeah. People have no idea. When they see what this guy does, they're, they're like, oh, I want my dog to do it. And I'm like... If you're ready to put hundreds yeah, of hours behind you in training, then you'll definitely want your. So you know, another thing that he does that is awesome is the surfing. Yes, he's so a two-time he's a surf two-time champion. surfing champion. Yes, in Huntington Beach, the surfing capital. That's right. So yeah, That's, that is awesome. Rides a skateboard. He rides a skateboard. So we uh, he shot his last show before going blind, which was Nickelodeon's Unleashed. Okay. So he rides a skateboard down a ramp in there. He rides his motorcycle. He has his own motorcycle. Yeah. I mean, what cool dog doesn't have? <laughs> you his have own to absolutely. Um, so yeah, and um, so he rides the skateboard, and then he rides other people's heads too. So, yes. Yeah. So he does stand. That's on a other good. That's a good trick. I could probably get my. I do have my, my. I taught my pit bull how to ride a skateboard, but I couldn't put him on my head. Of course, he's like sixty pounds, so it'd be squashing my neck a little. But you just have to do some neck exercises <laughs> yeah. and get ready. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna have to get ready for that one. What is he like? Twenty twenty five. No, he's 12 and a half pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. All that fur makes you look a little bigger. That's exactly bro. right. That's it. If you, When he's wet, you're like, whoa, he looks like <laughs> a, a... lot less dog there. Yeah, he looks like a wet rat. Right, buddy? I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. You, you look like an angel, a wet yeah. angel. Yeah. Supermodel. Supermodel. But yeah, he did uh, the Nickelodeon Unleashed, and um, so that one's actually playing right now, so you can... That's you can awesome. Say, yeah. Uh, what's he got coming up? Anything on the schedule? Or uh, well, actually, they just—they're replaying his. He won the Purina Incredible Dog Challenge the summer before last in a, in a mountain dog race. So this little <laughs> twelve and a half pounder. <laughs> what's the competition in that? So the competition is a—it's me and uh, he and I. Let me use a proper grammar. He and I—we uh, do a foot race, then an agility course race, and then we end with a stand-up paddleboard sprint. Wow. Yeah. And what were the other dogs he's going against? 45-pound agility dogs. Yeah, like, Border Collies, Aussies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Purina Incredible Dog Challenge, you know, they have the, the discs and the, and the jump, uh, dock jumping and yeah. all kinds of different uh, categories. So it was all those dogs. Wow. And then he just, he doesn't do any of the other categories. So, oh, well, I take that back, the surfing. He did the surfing one year uh, that they had the surfing down here. But he, he was going against 45-pound agility dogs, and we beat everybody. So. Stoked. 
so they're playing that right. right now. You can. Check I always that tell out. people it's not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight in the dog. Mm, I like it. I like <laughs> it. Well played. Awesome. Well, we'll keep an eye out for him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's got a couple things coming up. Yeah. Um, you know, cannot announce just yet, but yeah. some exciting things coming up. And of course, you know, our handle is Thor and Dude Man, so everybody can check us can out. Watch on Instagram and Instagram, Twitter, the whole thing. Yeah, Thor Facey, and Dude yeah. Man. And, cool. Uh, and just Google Thor and Dude Man, you can find him everywhere. All right, Dude. guys. Thor and Dude Man, keep an eye out. You met a rock star. And, uh, right, buddy. All right, we'll be Good back day. soon. All right. <laughs>